guys, my name is Sandrika and I am the Curly Headed Chemist. I'm sorry to my faithful listeners for being MIA for a while now. Life really got overwhelming for me these past few weeks. But I mean, what can you really expect from graduate school, right? Before I dive into my topic for today's episode, I want to catch up with you guys. I recorded my last episode right before UNC's first recruitment weekend. I actually helped organize the visit, so it was a pretty chaotic time for me. Then I began preparing for my first presentations as a graduate student, one for my department, and one at an international conference. Before I knew it, I just had so little time to myself and so little time to record. But nonetheless, March was all about networking for me on a small and a large scale. So I want to take today's episode to talk about my networking experiences at a conference and in another episode later on, I'll talk about UNC's most recent virtual visitation weekend and hopefully these experiences can help some of you navigate the networking world. So the first week of March, I traveled to PitCon, which is an international analytical chemistry conference and expo show. Now, I've been to PitCon before. I think it was back in 2017 when I was a junior in college, and it was in Chicago. Just like it was this year, ironically, I know. Honestly, I was so excited to just get to go to a conference that I hadn't really looked at the news, and I was oblivious to the havoc that the coronavirus was about to bring on here in the U.S., So when we got to the McCormick Conference Center in Chicago and I heard that only about 70% of the participants were actually going to come, my mind was blown. I mean, this virus has shut down whole countries. It has been devastating to so many in so little time. But here we were in Chicago to meet and mingle with scientists from around the world. And we did. We did it as cautiously as we could, but we did. My first time at PitCon, I was an undergrad, so I just wanted to see what was out there. I went to a lot of random oral presentations, anything that I was interested in or my friends were interested in, we went to, and it was an amazing experience for me. I think I was super confused at that time about my goals. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. I didn't know what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. I was still just kind of figuring it out, going with the motions. So at that point, going to a conference simply meant being totally immersed in the field and learning where analytical chemistry could eventually take me. So Those of you that are undergrads, I really encourage you to get involved in research and get involved in clubs that are willing to take you to conferences because that's where you get to see your opportunities and what's out there for you. And it really helped me look at the STEM world as something bigger than what it was at my school. I mean, we all kind of get sucked into our own world's And we don't think about the world that's out there and around us. We don't think about the opportunities that we could have. And I think that's what a conference does for an undergrad. It really exposes you to everything that's out there. So I encourage all of you to take the opportunity to go to a conference when you can. 
So at this stage in my life right now, going to a conference is more about networking and learning what people in my specific division of analytical chemistry, electroanalytical chemistry, what those people are doing to advance our field. Everything that I learned while networking at this conference, I believe can be applied to any networking event. And some of my examples might not be uh, specific to every type of networking event out there. They're more specific to me. But I hope that you guys can take something from my experience to help you advance in your own careers. Because I really think that the things that I learn and the tips that I'm going to give can be applied to any job and any career. So even encourage your friends to listen and take what they can from the message that I'm trying to give today. So the first networking event that I went to at PitCon was a student group meeting. As people presented on their most current work that they're doing in their labs, other graduate students were able to ask questions or offer helpful tips throughout the presentations and towards the end. I saw this as a very helpful experience for the presenter and the audience members. Myself, I did not present any of my own data while I was there. I was simply an audience member. And I still think that it was an opportunity for me to learn and an opportunity for me to network as well. While you're learning about the current work that you would not typically be privy to see, You're also able to ask questions and help a peer improve their studies. You can ask questions that make them really think about what they're doing because let's face it, when you've been working on a project for a while, you really begin to focus in on one issue and that one question that you want to answer and you may not see all the avenues that you're really equipped to study by just the project that you're on. Sometimes we all need a new perspective, but how we communicate the questions and new perspectives is really important if we actually want to be helpful. And that's where I believe that your networking skills have to come into play when you're an audience member in this type of setting. For example, whenever you are networking, you want to be careful not to overpower the other speaker. Allow it to be more of a give and take. Don't just take over the conversation. You have to be really careful of this if you're an extroverted person. Personally, I'm an extroverted introvert. So I completely understand all my introverted friends. If you're talking to an introvert, they might just want to run away from you because you're just simply too much for them, especially in this type of setting. So if you're an audience member, you want to give the speaker the opportunity to answer your questions. And if their answer doesn't really satisfy the particular question that you asked, maybe offer them advice, but in a helpful, friendly tone. Remember when you're networking in any situation, you should be having a conversation. You're not giving a speech. If you notice that you're talking to a more introverted person, Ask them probing questions that will get them to talk to you. And remember to be an active listener when you're talking to them. Don't just hear them. 
active listening may have been one of those things that they tried to beat into our heads in elementary school, but it can be really useful on so many levels, especially when you're networking. Something everyone I think did right at this student meeting was showing their good marketable results first. The results that would get someone thinking, man, that person knows their stuff. That's always a good skill to have, to talk yourself up before you do anything else. You want to be humble about it, but remember that when you're networking, you're basically showing them the best parts of yourself because you're kind of trying to sell yourself. In STEM, talk about what you've done, where you've worked, what you've published, but keep it casual. You are in an interview, and sometimes it's not just about selling yourself. Sometimes it's about getting to know the other person. So talk about your work and be passionate about it because if it's something that you really love or you really enjoy, you want to show that to them. You want to show them that you're enthusiastic. At a conference like PitCon, you'll do more than just going to group meetings or oral presentations. We spend a lot of our time at events specifically programmed for networking, going to restaurants, breweries, cool piano bars. So I want to give you guys some pointers about networking in crowded places. I've made a little list, so here it is. Um, I think it's short, so bear with me. Number one, I know it's not cool, but you might want to keep your name tag on, especially if it's at the beginning of an event and you're just starting to talk to the people that you're really interested in. At PitCon, we spent most of the day going to presentations, meeting people. We had on name tags the entire time, but afterwards when you go to the social events, sometimes people don't remember your names. And especially if you're talking to a professor and you want them to know your name, you might want to keep your name tag on because sometimes they're not going to ask. So keep that in mind, kind of feel the room, see what other people are doing before you just quickly pull that thing off. If you pick a seat, this is my second point, if you pick a seat, don't plan on staying there. Remember that networking is all about mingling. You meet someone, then they introduce you to their colleagues, then you introduce them to yours, and the wheel just keeps turning. Like I said before, I am an extroverted introvert. So one night we got to an event pretty early and I immediately picked a seat. After a long day of talking and actively listening, the girl was exhausted and I just wanted some water. But once people started showing up, I made my way through the crowd and started talking to people that were doing research that I found interesting or working on projects that kind of related to mine. But my whole point in that is just to say, don't be a wallflower, mingle, don't just sit in your seat. Third point, timing is everything. Being fashionably late isn't always going to get you cool points, especially if you are new to that particular social scene. If you're early, you can scope out the event and be on the lookout for people that you're really interested in speaking with before they get deep into their conversations with their friends and they're no longer thinking about networking with you. Fourth point, be passionate about whatever you're talking about, but there is a such thing as being too passionate. Remember to read the room, 
Remember to listen as much as you talk because sometimes it's more about getting to know one another than it is about just simply selling yourself and what you're doing. Number five, connect with people through social media during the event or right after the event. This isn't dating, so don't play games and wait a few days because they might forget about you, especially if alcohol was involved. With that being said, make sure your profiles are clean. Build up your more professional accounts like LinkedIn and make sure that your connections that you're making on accounts like LinkedIn are actually purposeful. I went to a lot of professional development events as an undergraduate and during my REU experience at Georgia Tech. And when they went over social media, they would always tell us to Google our names. So if you're young and you're an undergrad or you're a grad student and you're not thinking about what's out there about you on the internet, Google your name and either you'll pop up or some random person will pop up. But this is what jobs and people are going to do. They're going to Google you. And so when I Google myself, I want to make sure that the most presentable parts of me are out there and also the parts of me that are going to show people what I'm interested in, what I like to do, and my success. So just think about those types of things when you are putting yourself on social media. Make sure that when you're making your LinkedIn account that you're trying to make connections that you actually thought about. You know, you don't need to just connect with your friends. I Go ahead and connect with your friends if they're in the same field and you think they're a helpful connection. But LinkedIn is about networking. It's about professionalism. So make purposeful connections on there because the people that are looking for you are also going to see what type of connections you're trying to make because those connections that you have might help them out. So remember those types of things when it comes to social media and the internet. My sixth point and last point is to follow up with people if you are really interested. When you follow up, ask them questions that you may have had after talking to them at the networking event. Talk with them about possible opportunities. Talk to them about how you make yourself marketable for those opportunities. And just put yourself out there so that they know that you're interested in them. Honestly, networking can be a job all on its own, especially for somebody like me that is an extroverted introvert. But remember to just be yourself and to have fun. PitCon really reminded me that we're all just human beings. Sometimes I think we forget that and it makes networking and even harder mountain to climb. So we just have to get out of our heads and get out there. Man, I feel like I'm giving dating advice. Uh, so, well, thanks for listening to The Curly-Headed Matchmaker. Just kidding. Thanks for listening to The Curly-Headed Chemist. And I'll upload another episode soon.